Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. All right, Fit Biomics is my new sponsor here on Holding Court, and I'm, I'm very excited about this because I've been looking for something to help me with my gut health. You know, I'm 55 now, my gut not quite as ripped as it used to be. Other middle-aged men will know what I'm talking about. So I've been hearing about this gut health and probiotics for some time, and just so happens that Fit Biomics came along, wanted to be a sponsor of my podcast, and Nella is their new product. It's a deli capsule of next-generation performance probiotics, which is is designed to help anyone, including yours truly, pursue a healthy and active lifestyle and reach a new level of their personal best. You know, get that gut health, get that digestion better, um, sleep better at night. So I am starting this out. I will do it alongside you. You can go to their website, nella.fitbiomics.com, and you can use my code, PMAC, that's P-M-A-C, 25, and you will get 25% off all products. Let's do this together. Let's see how our gut health progresses. All right, so much for the idea that sports and politics do not mix, because uh, as we've seen over the course of the last couple of months, particularly uh, with the Peng Shui situation and how that's continuing to evolve uh, in China, we still don't know what the future holds for her after her farcical appearance uh, during the Olympic Games, in which as was predicted on my podcast months ago, she would announce her retirement. So uh, we got to keep inviting her in the tennis world to come to various events and see what transpires with that. So then, of course, we had the Novak Djokovic situation in Australia where he was detained, uh, put in a hotel sort of detention center uh, in Australia. And that saga played out for a number of weeks with uh, Djokovic not able to compete at the Australian Open, deported from the country, in fact. Uh, we have the BNP Paribas Open coming up uh, here in the United States, just uh, qualifying, getting underway today out in the uh, paradise of Indian Wells. I will be making my way out there for the final few days of the tournament just to, uh, to come clean. BNP Paribas sponsors our John McEnroe Tennis Academy here in New York City. They give us uh, funding to help our high-level players, so I'm going to be totally upfront about that, how much I appreciate what they do uh, for us at our academy. Of course, they do so much for tennis all around the world, so I'll be going out there for the final weekend of the event to uh, pay homage to my friends at BNP and their clients and also check out uh, the tournament. So that's getting underway. Djokovic is still on the entry list, but it does not appear that he's going to be able to compete uh, at this year's tournament. Uh, I don't think he can get into the country unvaccinated. Uh, we will see how that goes, although these restrictions are starting to be pulled in various places around the world, uh, including here where I live in Westchester County, New York, where my three daughters were able, able to attend school for the first time this past week without masks. So they were very excited about that. Uh, and the ballet school that my twins attend in New York City also announcing just today that Starting this week, they'll be able to do ballet class, which they've been doing for the last two years, both in person and initially online, my, my twin daughters, who are now 13, uh, wearing masks. So you think um, you know, going to the supermarket's tough in a mask or going on a plane, try doing hours and hours of ballet. Okay, So hats off to them and all those kids that have been doing that. So they're excited about it. And guess what? We all survived. 
you know, nobody had uh, monumental problems. Like, we're all here, okay? We're all going to get out of this. So then let's get to the current case now in, in uh, the world of politics and sports. This is obviously considerably more serious than uh, even the, well, I shouldn't say conservative, the Peng Shui thing is very serious. But Brittany Griner, who's in a U.S. Uh, basketball player, female basketball players, won a couple of gold medals for the U.S., also helped um, <clears throat> the Phoenix, Phoenix Mercury basketball team. I believe they won a title with her. I know she was uh, an all-star with that team for seven years. So what many, what many of these female basketball players do that play in the WNBA because they don't make that much money playing is they go overseas during their offseason to uh, make some money to play in Europe um, and to play in Russia. So Brittany Griner was on her way to Russia in February, we believe, uh, when she was stopped at the border trying to enter the country, apparently carrying some uh, vaping materials and then uh, cannabis oil, uh, hash oil, which uh, according to the customs service in Russia is a narcotic substance, uh, which was in her, it's like, it's like a smelling liquid, uh, and she had some vaping uh, things. I don't even know what, what vaping, I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know how to describe it uh, exactly correctly. So forgive me, uh, experts on vaping, if I'm not uh, describing this as well as you would like me to. But anyway, she got detained and this was uh, in February. So it's very unclear at the moment what's transpired in the last month. Obviously, we know that Russia has now invaded the Ukraine and there's a serious conflict going on in that part of the world. Uh, the sanctions taking their effect on Russia, the, the loss of life, just the brutal scenes we're seeing from Ukraine, from the civilization, uh, from the civilians there uh, trying to get out of the country, the people trying to stay and fight the Russian forces. So we all know how devastating it is. And now you have Brittany Griner, who's 31 years old, excellent basketball player, is basically being detained. And I, you know, I'm, I'm searching online trying to find out like exactly where she is. Detained meaning is she in jail? Uh, is she being, does she have a place to stay? Uh, she was going uh, through, again, through customs, at Shemarativo Airport uh, in Russia. Again, I might be pronouncing that wrong, so I apologize. The canine department, this is a, I'm reading a quote now from the uh, Russia's Interfax news agency, which read, canine department detected the possible presence of narcotic substances in the accompanying luggage. The customs inspection of the hand luggage being carried by the U.S. citizen, they didn't de de say who it was initially, confirmed the presence of vapes with specifically smelling liquid, and an expert determined that the liquid was cannabis oil, hash oil, which is a narcotic substance, said the Customs Service in the statement. So uh, Griner is married to another woman, uh, Sherelle Griner, who posted a picture of her and her wife recently on Instagram. Uh, and I believe this is when sort of we in the world started to understand what was going on. So again, there are a couple of weeks where had passed before we even knew about this. So clearly, well, clearly to me anyway, again, I'm uh, trying to get the information as we go. Uh, this is something that the Russians are, maybe they, well, first of all, maybe she did have some illegal substance. Okay. Uh, doesn't sound 
terribly serious, but you know, there's people have different uh, laws in different parts of the world. And we saw that with Novak Djokovic in Australia, there's different protocols and different uh, legal issues you've got to face. I don't need to, uh, maybe I do need to tell you about the movie Midnight Express, where someone was caught with similar small amount of drugs in Turkey, I believe it was, and ended up serving, you know, 15 years in jail in a Turkish prison. So it appears that Russia is using this I guess they're sort of using her as a political pawn at this point. That's what it seems like uh, because she's been arrested on these drug charges. And imagine what uh, she and her loved ones must be thinking right now. I mean, what, how the hell is she going to get out of there? I mean, because the, the, the issues between our country and Russia are obviously looking to be severe at this point. So I just clicked on CNN on their website to get a little more info. Um, that's where you heard, maybe heard in the background. So I just turned that off so you're not uh, disturbed by my sounds in the background. Now my internet's gone out here in my house, so this is annoying. Uh, Got to get that checked out. But it doesn't prevent me from doing this podcast. So again, these these you know these political issues, these sports issues just continue to rear their heads across the world. And, uh, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on Russia, although I did study um, a lot about it. I studied political science at Stanford. So my, my teachers out there will be happy that I'm at least discussing it because uh, I did st- I spend quite a bit of time uh, studying U.S.-Soviet relations at that time. This was in the mid mid to late 80s, before the collapse of the Soviet Union. Uh, But they take their sports extremely seriously in Russia. You know, they've obviously had huge success in the tennis courts. They've currently got the number one player in the world, Daniil Medvedev, who's now, by being Russian, uh, cannot play with his flag next to his name. So that was a decision made by the uh, ITF, the International Tennis Federation, the WTA, the Women's Tour, and the ATP, the Men's Tour, collectively, that they made this decision to allow the individuals to continue to play uh, in the tournaments, but they will not allow them to play in any team events. So as the Billie Jean King Cup, which is formerly called the Fed Cup, that's a uh, uh, competition where the women play for their country. Uh, We just had some Davis Cup matches this past week, uh, of which I was proudly served as the U.S. Davis Cup captain for 10 years. Marty Fish now in the seat for the U.S. who had a win in one of the qualifying rounds against Columbia. That was played out in Reno, Nevada. So I got to see some of that on TV, which uh, was pretty cool to see Sebastian Corda win his first match, to see uh, Taylor Fritz just dominate the opposition, and then some entertaining doubles with Jack Sock and Rajiv Ram as they... uh, uh, did what they had to do, which was sweep Columbia uh, in that particular Davis Cup match. So anyway, the the those tennis players from Russia will not be able to represent their country in the foreseeable future. Uh, whether they uh, get, I don't think they should be banned personally from playing in tournaments. To me, that you know they have nothing to do with uh, what their government is doing. So I don't think that would be the right thing to do. Although people obviously who are now living in Russia, most of the tennis players have the ability to leave. And I would suspect that they won't be going back there anytime soon. Uh, a lot of them you know, live in Europe anyway, even before this all happened. That's more for tax reasons, tax reasons and training purposes as well. 
but uh, one would expect that they wouldn't be going back there anytime soon because who knows where this whole thing is going. Are you going to be able to get in and out of Russia? Uh, they've already canceled some tournaments there. Uh, so the, you know, the plot continues to thicken and this Brittany Griner story is really, uh, very disturbing, uh, because, uh, it's just very unclear. Again, I'd like to know where she is. I'm going to try to do some investigating here and find out exactly where she's being held. Um, but you know, we had reporters over there in China, right. And you know, they were able to speak their minds, uh, about what's going on in China to a certain extent during the Olympic games. But this is a whole nother level of what's going on in Russia with the war going on. Now, you know, media being totally controlled by, um, the Russian government, whereby, you know, the population there apparently is not even getting the real story of what's going on in the war. Uh, and, uh, we're, we may not even, they, they may not even feel like it's necessary to even tell the world what's going on with Brittany Griner. So uh, they're going to ramp up, I believe, her and her support team, her wife and the family. Let's hope that, uh, I mean, even the Secretary of State made a comment about it, but wasn't really willing to give up too much information, which is, again is troubling. They obviously know, they must know what's going on uh, to a certain extent. But it's very tricky at the moment as uh, the president of Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin, has basically said, you know, if you're enacting sanctions against us, it's like a declaration of war. So uh, let's hope it doesn't go uh, to that place that we all know uh, is kind of hovering over all of us. Could that actually happen? Uh, I hope we all hope not. Uh, but anyway, this particular female basketball player is in a serious, serious bind, and uh, we will stay on top of it uh, as best as we can. And I'm going to try to get as much information. I'll, if you, if anyone out there has any ideas about a guest that I could get on uh, to discuss this, I would be happy to listen to your uh, ideas, and I will search them out myself. So uh, tennis, uh, we had a nice week, as I said, of some Davis Cup matches. We had Layla Fernandez winning uh, a tournament in Mexico. Uh, there was some controversy late in that match. I guess she was down match point, and then there was delay because a couple of the lights went out. She got the umpire to stop for 10 minutes. She ended up saving, I believe it was five match points total, to win the title. Um, so everybody looking forward to being back in the desert Again, at the BNP Paribas Open, uh, I, again, will be there for the final three, four days of the tournament, uh, but I will be watching closely. Unfortunately, uh, uh, those of us at ESPN not covering it anymore. It's Tennis Channel that will be there from the first ball till the last, so I'll be following their coverage uh, and seeing how uh, the field shapes up. And again, I said Djokovic at the moment still on the list, so the draw I would expect to be made, uh, what's today? Today's Monday, what I'm talking to you right now. Uh, it should be the qualifying starting today for the women, and then the men's qualifying starts tomorrow. I believe the main draw starts either Thursday or Friday. So you would think that the draw will be coming out in the next day or two. So I'm suspecting that Djokovic will not be allowed into the country. We certainly haven't heard... Uh, otherwise, at this point, although it does appear as the French government announcing that you don't no longer need to be vaccinated to attend a sporting event or a restaurant here in New York City, or I live in just outside New York City, but in New York City, I actually went to a restaurant last night. 
uh, not uh, no mask mandates or that everything's being lifted. So you'd expect that that's going to continue. Let's hope again. It seems like it's being lifted in uh, most countries, so certainly in Europe and here in the United States. So that may mean that Novak Djokovic shortly may be able to continue his uh, competitive career. Of course, he's played just one tournament <clears throat> this year. That was uh, just a week or so ago in the Middle East, losing surprisingly to Yuri Vesely in the quarterfinals. Um, so even Djokovic is human. He can't just play one tournament every three, four months and expect to be at this top level. So he is probably waiting with bated breath that he will be able to continue his career, continue his quest to uh, end up being the greatest player of all time. Of course, it's Rafael Nadal now with 21 majors and Djokovic and Federer uh, tied with 20. I should also mention Roger Federer announcing that he thinks the earliest he'll be able to come back is at the end of the summer. He's already committed, by the way, to play the Labor Cup, which is after the U.S. Open, along with Rafael Nadal. That's going to be played in London this year, but he's clearly trying to get his knee. He did say in uh, his comments that uh, he's just starting to hit some balls with his wife, Mirka, who, by the way, was an excellent player back back in her day. They met, actually, while they were both on the Olympic team for uh, playing in the Olympics. So Mirka is going to get out there and hit a few balls with him, and apparently his knee is okay to start doing that. So we'll see how his rehab goes over the course of the next few months, and hopefully we'll be able to see Roger Federer back in action um, later this year. And we'll just uh, keep... Uh, tabs on Djokovic. We'll see Nadal. By the way, Alexander Zverev still, what, what is the ATP doing? I mean, what the hell are they doing? There's absolutely, I can't believe that they haven't announced any suspension yet. What is, what is going on? Zverev then played Davis Cup down in Brazil, and he was surprised that he was being heckled. I mean, you're surprised you're being heckled? I, what planet are you on? Alexander, you're, we, we, I was at Davis Cup I, actually working for ESPN, when the U.S. played Brazil and uh, Jim Currier was playing, they had a guy named Gustavo Kirtan. It was the year he won the French for the first time. So we kind of knew him, but we didn't really know him. And anyway, Malavia Washington was playing, African-American. They were calling him the N-word, okay, during the match. Now, it doesn't mean this is right. I'm just saying, you know, obviously that was horrendous. And if, if they're calling you out or, you know, heckling your family, that's not cool. We all get that. I was a captain when we went to Serbia, Okay, that was pretty intense, let me tell you. So the idea that like you're surprised that they're heckling you, particularly after what you just did in Acapulco, I mean, my advice to you would be to not say a freaking word about it. Just say, you know, it was disappointing. Let it go. I mean, you, like, I mean, come on. So I don't, know, I don't know what the ATP is doing here. I've seen people, you know, people's comments on Twitter. Oh, they're ATP. They're worried about the money. Uh, you know, he brings in, I'm not sure he, I don't think he brings in that many crowds in the U S not that that should matter as to why he hasn't been suspended yet, but what the world in the world are you waiting for ATP? Please let us know. Holding court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media. 